And so that was going to potentially like kill off the music industry in a sense. It was the golden age of music piracy. Yeah, it was great. I'm just kidding. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We well, do not condone stealing music. I do not have sexual relations with that woman. Oh, my god. That would gosh. always download with the LimeWire stuff. Bill Clinton. The Bill Clinton. Welcome back to your next episode of Educate Your Earbuds. I'm Gerald. And I'm Paulina. We have a couple things to cover today. We do. But before we jump into it, I know, I think you have some new music recs for the week. Mm -hmm. So I am continuing my trend of wrecking Coachella artists since, you know, shameless plug, we just did our Coachella lineup breakdown episode. So the first one is One Night Slash All Night by Justice and Tame Impala. Justice will be mm -hmm. the one that's at Coachella, not Tame Impala. Oh, that would be so cool. Just want to clarify that for anyone who's like, oh my gosh, Tame Impala. That would be really cool if Tame Impala was there. But the other song that I wanted to wreck was Pleasure Delayed by Between Friends. Not a Coachella artist. I just really like Between Friends. I don't think I've heard of them before. I'll show you some other music by them. They're pretty fun. I have two music wrecks this week. We have seen both of them. Okay. The first is Reckless Child by Milky Chance. Ah, uh, I saw that on my release radar. I haven't listened to it. Really? Is it good? I liked it. Okay. The second is a band that I like. They're going to be coming out with new music. I think this is the song that I'm wrecking is going to be their like lead single on, uh, their, on okay. the album they're, they're planning in a few months, but it's called No Strings by X Ambassadors. Oh, nice. I know you really enjoyed them when we saw them last. Yeah, they were really good. So yeah, obviously like pop rock. I haven't heard anything from them in a minute. I don't know if I've just like, they haven't been on my radar or They've what. They've done some things, but I mean like, I don't know, their first album VHS and it stuff. It was huge. Like that's... Yeah, they haven't done anything like quite that level. They've had singles here and there and got it and whatnot. But. Got it, got it, got it. Well, I guess speaking of the Coachella, and we're not going to do another full Coachella episode, don't worry, but this is kind of like a segue into the actual episode topic. Mm -hmm. Coachella has been experiencing record low sales. So as you guys have known, if you've tried to get Coachella passes in previous years, it used to sell out within like minutes. minutes then it went to a couple days i think last year 2023 was like maybe a week tops maybe i don't remember yeah and now still selling they're still selling they have not sold out yet this is record, not even close record low sales yeah. for coachella so I don't know, kind of on par with, I mean, maybe the way people thought of the lineup, mm -hmm. you know, opinions on this year's lineup. A lot a lot of people didn't like it. I'm mixed on parts of it. I, I think it's got some really good parts. Yeah. Well, and the cost too. It's just people are still recovering from high inflation. There's, you know, just hard times for yeah people. the economy is not doing well and festivals very much i know a lot of people view them as bloated in a sense they cost so much like the barrier mm -hmm. to entry is so high compared to like a local concert exactly or something. so even if you get to a lot of bang for your buck you get to see a lot of artists it's still a big investment it's a big investment and it's a lot of work yeah know? 
couple days where sometimes you got to take a day off work or mm-hmm. travel to it mm-hmm. to and fro right you know. and you know it is possible that they'll have some additional headliners the year that prince was a headliner he was a late addition same with daft punk i'm holding on to hope yeah there's rumors that like because of these low sales they will try to add someone on maybe to spark and sell out the rest of the concert but who knows my I guess hope or I think something that could potentially happen is they weren't able to secure Dua because I think Dua's team stated like her album release was going to be pushed out a little bit because she was doing all this like Oscar promo. Uh huh. Well, sorry for Dua, but Dance the Night Away or Dance the Night didn't get nominated for an Oscar, which may be good for us because maybe she'll be able to push up her album release and maybe line up with Coachella. Yeah. Or get Shakira like they should have done. Yeah. So we'll see. But regardless, these like record low sales are just kind of like the volatility in the music industry isn't just hitting festivals. It's actually hitting the whole music industry as a whole, which is what we're going to talk about this week. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to kick it off with like talking about the streaming boom and how it's not booming anymore. The boom ain't booming. Very much so. It seems like it's stagnated off in the last couple months. Exactly. And I will link a lot of these articles in the description, but this was from a Bloomberg article called The Music Industry Needs a New Growth Story. Mm -hmm. So one of the biggest music industry giants, UMG or Universal Music Group. Yep. And they are home to people like The Weeknd, Taylor Swift, Drake. So like definitely not insignificant names, probably some of the biggest. Yeah, UMG controls a huge share of the market. I think like close to 30% or something like that. Yeah, I mean, having Taylor Swift on its own is huge, but having Taylor Swift, The Weeknd and Drake, huge. So basically what happened at the start of the 2000s, everyone knows that like Napster and LimeWire was huge. Mm-hmm. That if you didn't, if you're like a little Gen Z baby that's listening to us and you don't know what Napster, Napster. or LimeWire was, basically it's like where you could download music illegally. Uh-huh. And so that was going to potentially like kill off the music industry in a sense. It was the golden age of music piracy. Yeah, it was great. I'm just kidding. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We well, do not condone stealing music. I do not have sexual relations with that woman. Oh my That would gosh. always download with the LimeWire stuff. The Bill Clinton. The Bill Clinton. Anyways, I'm so sorry for anyone who never got to experience that. That was so funny listening to a bad download. But besides, Not that you've ever done that. Not that wink, I've ever wink. done that. Wink, wink. But basically, after, after the whole, like, I guess, lockdown or takedown of illegal music streaming, there was a big boom in music streaming Mm -hmm. and it's kind of been growing for say nine years from the millennium onward but it is definitely slowing down and universal it is like we said one of the biggest of the music industry and while it's still growing the sales only increased like three percent last quarter of or in the third quarter of 2023 which is not very much compared to what their previous growth was. So still growing, but not booming. Yeah. Well, so actually going, kind of going along with like the streaming figures. Mm-hmm. So streaming had like a 10% growth in 2022. Okay. And, and During kind of, COVID. Yeah. Still kind of on the tail end of COVID. It got up to about 
90 million mm-hmm. on a, you know at any given time 90 million subscriptions got it but now in 2023 it had only increased to 95 million on okay average. so like that was kind of it was still increasing but it was showing the increase was was finally stagnating Plateauing. and that's that's crazy for modern music industry because revenues from streaming service make up a huge chunk of the music industry in general well yeah because who buys like not that many people are buying records no not even whole records or you know singles not even physical copy but like revenue from digital downloads right obviously that's been on a decline for years i think it's like a 12 percent decline probably now year over year i guess yeah you know when did spotify come out or when did when did it start popping off i'm not really sure actually that's a good question i think spotify has been around like 17 years okay but you know i'd say at least 10 years ago is when like a lot of people really started stopped downloading off itunes and started streaming but like digital downloads have had like 12 percent year over year decrease in songs and albums people actually buying not even the physical copies like you said records but the digital copies Mm -hmm. that that means streaming spotify giants or Streaming, streaming giants. Spotify giants. <laughs> streaming, streaming giants, giants like, like Spotify, Spotify have, you know, played a bigger role in the music industry and like the revenue in general. Right. It makes up about 80 for 84% of the music revenue of the entire industry. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's wild. crazy. So, so I guess going back to like the Universal Music Group, once they started seeing that the growth was like stagnating. Mm-hmm. Basically, what Universal and the music industry did was kind of follow suit with a lot of just tech companies in general. And Universal, I wouldn't call them a tech company like Spotify, but like, let's just say they followed suit with some of those. And basically, cuts have been looming for a hot minute, probably like the past since 2022. They started hinting at actual cuts back in October, right? several months ago. Right, right, right. So Bloomberg actually released this article on January 12th in 2024. And after it was released, Universal Music Group essentially confirmed the layoffs. And they said that they will occur in the first quarter of the year as a part of a larger restructuring. And again, the music industry is going to be kind of similar to the movie and the TV industry. So they're going to either have layoffs or start asking their subscribers to pay more for the monthly subscription, mm-hmm. or both in a lot of cases. So Spotify had already increased, at least in the U.S., from $9.99 to $10.99. Yeah. You know, we saw that with all, like, Netflix, Hulu, Disney+, Plus, all of those. So basically what we saw in the music and TV, or sorry, in the movie and TV industry, it's kind of now it's going into... With- music streamers exactly it's crazy that it finally hit umg because like they were able to delay it a little bit past Mm -hmm. some of the others but i mean they they still grew like 10 percent right first like couple months of 2023 right like they were still seeing growth and it still hit them yeah and it's funny that you mentioned spotify because they actually were some of the ones that decided that they had to make big changes to basically the monetization of artists Mm -hmm. so that they could try to like reduce some of these layoffs and some of the expense cutting. So basically they added new rules that could disqualify more than 80% of the songs on the service from making money. That's crazy. 80%. That's terrible for those artists. Like Mm -hmm. obviously that's going to 
be very biased towards up and coming artists. Exactly. So I found like this statistic by Luminate. It's crazy. So they had in their 2023 year end report, they reported that 45.6 million tracks generated zero streams last year, but there were 10 tracks that had more than 1 billion. Wow. So I guess you said 45 million got zero streams. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that makes sense that those wouldn't get money because no one's listening to them. I know, but that's just crazy that there's that many. I know for real. I didn't. (laughs) Spotify's catalog is huge. Right. Yeah. Well, and like, again, this is what you were saying. Like, this is going to be harder with the new rules for like up and coming musicians to get any sort of money from their music, which sucks for them. Yeah, because it it makes it harder. It makes it harder to break in the industry. Yeah, the barrier to entry is just way higher now. I mean, it's like this digital age has really been a re- revolution because in some ways it does make it a lot easier. You uh-huh. don't need necessarily a record label. You can just go viral. You know, you can just go viral. But if you're still trying to make money in that meantime, mm-hmm. it's hard because it's not. It's like a little bit different than YouTube, where you can just upload a video and you get AdSense for it. Like, right. You know, because there are contracts and stuff Spotify has differently. I do know. I, I don't necessarily know how I feel about this, because obviously, like if you're streamed more, you should get more money. I just it's just sucks, though, that for like newer people, it's going to be that much harder for them to actually like quit whatever day jobs they're doing and actually become musicians, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's funny because these didn't only hit spotify like you said it hit a bunch of tech companies right and so like an uh one that's very known for like up-and-coming artists is soundcloud Mm -hmm. and they had layoffs too oh they did yeah i didn't know that soundcloud cut like eight percent of their force okay they're they're not the only one to title the same yeah spotify they cut like 10 percent these digital music like streamers actually kind of were worse off than umg or or major companies oh yeah for sure they had more cuts Yeah, for sure. Something that is kind of interesting is that like some of these streaming models and streaming companies may have just been doomed from the start because of the basis of their models. You think so? Yeah. So I was reading an article by Wired called Spotify is Screwed. And Spotify actually announced layoffs the day after the Spotify rap was released in 2023. Oh, wow. I wonder if they did that like they did it right after rap. So everyone was still focused on rap. Yeah, that's kind of what it seems like to me. But basically, they said that they were going to cut 17% of the workforce. That's huge. I think they ended up cutting close to like 23% with with, with when the final rounds of layoffs were done. Yeah. So this was actually the third time that they had cut jobs in 2023. So the first time in January of 2023, they cut 6%. And then another 2% in June. Gotcha. Um, And they also slimmed down on its podcasting business. So, uh, you know, we all know about like the Joe Rogan contract, the call her daddy contract. Huge mega contracts. I don't know if they were like a good deal for Spotify. I don't know if it brought them all the extra listeners that they thought it was going to. And well, that's the thing. Spotify doesn't make money a lot of times. People don't realize that. Like, Oh, yeah. It's barely profitable if even right so and the reason why i'm saying like the model of these streaming companies or some of these streaming companies might have been doomed from the start is because unlike apple music amazon music that have other bigger parent companies to fall back on spotify doesn't have that Mm -hmm. like spotify doesn't have literally all of amazon where people buy way too many things or apple products where everyone has to have an iphone like that in and of itself 
I'm sure could greatly, greatly, greatly fund Apple Music and Amazon Music. Well, and there's like zero loyalty because, you know, the music on all of those platforms is the same. Well, exactly. And that's something that it differs from like movie and TV streaming where like, okay, on Peacock, I might just get it because I'm obsessed with The Office. So I'm going to get it. But then I also might get HBO Max because I want to watch Game of Thrones and then I'll get Disney Plus because I have kids. And you want, or you want a Star Wars exactly. or Netflix. You, you like all the original content that they produce on their own. It's but, not like that with streaming services. You know, if you love Taylor Swift, you can catch her on on Apple, on Amazon, on whatever. You don't right. need to like have Spotify to listen to her. Exactly. So I don't know. I think it, it just kind of shows a little bit of those like streaming companies that are just streaming only like Spotify. You know, they, they have to do something to differentiate themselves. They can't just say like, oh, we're the cool one that kind of started it. You know, mm-hmm. well, which I don't even know if they started it because Apple Music was not Apple Music, but the iStore or iTunes. What iTunes. Was it? Yeah, That's but they, so weird they that didn't I do don't streaming that back now. in the day. It was only the, the buying. buying the digital downloads. Right. So I don't know. The model for streaming, at least with Spotify, it's really good for listeners and labels, but it's really bad for streamers and artists. Yeah, because can't make money on it. Exactly. It, it's, it's just so little room for for error right. that you can lose tons of money not not artists losing tons of money but the business losing tons of money exactly so i get you know you're right these layoffs in some way were inevitable right tech in general is like that very cyclical you know they hire a bunch of people mm-hmm. obviously spot spotify hired a bunch of people during covid when i mean all those tech companies when there did. was a spike yeah right. and you know it finally hit the music industry that slump right it's just crazy that it like made its way up to umg and some of these major music players mm-hmm. so actually some of the other ones some of the big music companies that have had big layoffs so this was from a hollywood reporter article but warner music group which is another one of the giants home to like ed sheeran cardi b bruno mars they actually announced their layoffs starting in march of 2023 so they actually preceded a lot of these other ones mm-hmm. and they were cutting about four percent of their workforce and they were planning on reallocating resources towards new skills for artists and songwriter developments and new tech initiatives yeah yeah i saw that same thing i mean warner music is one of the really big players mm-hmm. i think they they only have like a 15 percent share of the market i mean mm-hmm. the, only 15 percent right like, that's still a lot but that's like half of what umg has so i guess that's maybe why it, it hit them a little bit earlier yeah. it hit them last year versus just now at the beginning of the year. But I know a lot of the big music groups are trying to like shift into new markets where like there's still growth. So I think Africa is a big one mm-hmm. trying to jump India, into there. China. Just with revenue from streaming services, like kind of plateauing, they got to free up resources right. to do those things. And that, that comes in the form of layoffs. I do wonder when this says like new tech initiatives, if any of that is geared towards AI, like music and AI. I'm sure some of it is. Because that could potentially be like a cost saving for a lot of these big label groups. You know, if they're able to create their own music without actually having to use the artist and pay the artist or whatever. I don't know. Just the thought. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how it works, but I'm sure I'm sure they're looking into it. They're, these businesses are just... Same as how you mentioned, like the the golden age of piracy, like they yeah. had to restructure back in the day. From 
I mean, music music has had to restructure a bunch of times, going yeah. from physical to the original digital downloads, now from digital downloads to streaming. They're right. just trying to figure out how to reposition themselves. So Amazon also was one of the ones that announced layoffs, but that was like early January of 2023. And it was not clear if it was going to like hit the Amazon music sector. I do believe it did, but they never really specified by how much. Mm-hmm. And then another one that did kind of a big layoff was Sony Music. They laid off a significant percentage of their podcast division and actually had to cancel one of their like celebrity hosted podcasts. So I don't know if you knew really? that. Yeah. Which one? Rada had a podcast called High Low with Rada. If you don't know who that is, she's a model, Emily Radikowski. I think is that, that how you say her last name? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Rad. Because you spell it super weird. It's like Radajkowski, but I think it's Radajkowski. I don't Uh, know. Regardless, like her podcast supposedly did really well with international listeners, but because Sony was cutting significant portion of their like podcast jobs, that just ended up being one of them. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure if she has since found like a new home for her podcast. She's so huge that I would not be surprised. I'm sure she could. Yeah. Yeah. But just kind of all across the board, you see these layoffs hitting hard. Well, and that's the, I just realized something, how we just said, yeah, she's big enough. She can probably find a new home. Right. That, that just goes to show how this is going to impact smaller artists and creators more than the mm-hmm. bigger ones. You know, they can switch lanes or something and, yeah. you know, try to find a new home somewhere. But like newer artists that don't have a lot of, you know, backlog or, you know, they don't have a lot of power to negotiate. Really. Exactly. Yeah. So they're the ones kind of left out in the cold. Exactly. So this is our pitch to you to keep listening to us, but also like listen to smaller artists. Obviously, the ones that we wrecked today are not necessarily small, <laughs> but we do oftentimes wreck just like random people that just pop up on socials yeah. or whatever. I know I've wrecked like Miles Smith. He's one of the, I mean, he's not like super tiny. But he's one of the like 12 listeners a month. No, <laughs> I'm he, just kidding. he's like a, a little more up and coming. I think he kind of went viral online first. Mm, got um, it. I'm definitely not the first to discover him. Not trying to say I like, oh, I found him first or anything yeah. like that. But yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I'm kind of curious to see what ends up happening with the music industry and how they end up having to pivot. Because like it's obviously not going anywhere. Yeah. No, music. I, I don't know. Don't want to scare anyone to say like, obviously from the outside looking in, this looks bad. Like yeah. all these people laying all these big music companies laying people off, mm-hmm. but the industry's dealt with stuff like this before. Yeah. It's not going to be the end of music. It's just like, Hey, this is what's happening. And this is kind of where we think the industry's like how they're going to respond to right. it, what they're doing to pivot, pivot, pivot. <laughs> so friends reference for anyone who is a fan. Yeah. I don't know. Not to raise like the alarm bells or anything on y'all, but yes, the music industry is having to lay a lot of people off. They're having to figure out how to continue their growth and stuff. Yeah. But it's not necessarily the end of music as we know it, like some articles are making it out to be. Yeah, they're a little bit more doomsday. But if you're interested in reading those articles, like I said, we're going to put it in the description. And also, while you're reading that description, you're already going to be on our show page. So You might as well rate us five stars on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, 
iHeart Podcasts, anything else where you might listen to us. Yeah, be sure to share it with your friends. We really hope you enjoyed this. If you got value from it, we'd love to hear some feedback from you as mm-hmm. well. You can do that at our email, educate.your.earbuds at gmail.com. You can also find us on our socials at educate.your.earbuds.pod on Instagram and threads or educate.your.earbuds on TikTok. On TikTok. (laughs) On TikTok. Yeah. And with that, go find some undiscovered artists. Thanks for listening. Bye, y'all.